Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a weekly podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. No one would ever dispute that the angels that make the gift of life possible are the organ, eye, and tissue donors and their families. But there is a certain group of LifeBank staff members sitting with families for hours, sometimes holding their hands and going through each step of the donation process with them, who can also be considered angels. Because it is such an intense shared experience, there are times when an unspoken bond is created between the donor family and the LifeBank family support liaison. Hi, you're listening to episode 79 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. The role of the LifeBank family support liaison is to support families whose loved ones may become a donor hero. We are especially lucky today to have two women joining us to talk about their unique acquaintance. Jaylene Roberts, whose 22-year-old son, Jaylin, was a donor hero, will share the experience of going through the donation process with LifeBank Family Support Specialist, Kelly Armstead Dickerson. Kelly is a seasoned and valued LifeBank staff member who loves her role and is a passionate advocate. And I am so honored to speak with you both. Kelly, we've worked together for a long time. How long have you been with LifeBank? I have been with LifeBank now almost 17 years. January will actually be 17 years with LifeBank. That's uh, an amazing career. Time flies, right? It does. It's been a blessing, though. I've loved every minute of this job. So not just a job. It's, it's what I like to do. And speaking of what you love, can you explain what your role is as a family support liaison? What does that mean when you're working with families in trauma? As a family support specialist, what I do is really, I am the person in the hospital to, number one, approach a family about organ donation. So I either inform them and let them know that their loved one had registered to be an organ, eye, and or tissue donor, or asking them if they would allow their loved one to be an organ, eye, or tissue donor at the time of their death. And through that process, we're also supporting them through the death. A couple of very difficult days that might be involved in that process, the donation process. And then it can be everything from just general overall well-being support to referrals to organizations or agencies that might even help them if they have kids involved or part of other organizations and so forth to help them get through those couple of days. So just a general social worker kind of support person for those families. And just to make it clear, you support these families many times regardless of the donation outcome. That is correct. We do. Just because they say no even doesn't necessarily mean that we aren't doing those same kinds of support in the hospital and or referral process sort of things. Our role is to help families no matter what. 
And one of those families that you helped was Jaylene Roberts. Jaylene's 22-year-old son, Jaylene Desenzi, was injured and he was progressing and turned out to be a donor hero. Do you recall that case and how your interactions were with Jaylene and going through, obviously, the toughest day of her life with her? I do. I remember that very clearly, actually. That was a day that when I saw Miss Jaylene, I really saw a woman who had strength beyond words because the circumstances of her son's death were pretty horrible and traumatic. It was a sad day for her and her family, and she was a very strong woman wanting to make sure that everyone else around her wasn't feeling the, the pressure and the trauma that, of course, her family was going through. She wanted to make sure everybody else was okay. Jaylene, do you remember meeting Kelly and what that was like? The night of my son being declared branded, I just remember her coming to me and being real comforting and explaining to me who she was and what her job was about. Before I met Kelly, I really didn't know anything about donation of organs or tissues. It was just something that you would see that they would ask you about on your driver's license or something. But I really didn't have any information about the whole process. She walked me through the whole process step by step. She answered every question, one from a thousand that I might have had. There was nothing she did not explain. She was just like a book of knowledge. And that's what kind of influenced my decision by the fact that I wanted to help people by donation, but I didn't really know what donation was about. Yeah, that's important. A lot of families are in that situation. First of all, it's highly emotional. And second of all, you're not fully aware of everything that's involved. It really is a complicated process. And to have somebody there must have been very comforting for you. So you would say that the information she provided and her presence, really, Kelly helped influence your decision to move forward with Jalen's donation? Yeah, because even though she was there with the information and it was her job, she still didn't push because the first night I actually didn't make the decision that night. I made the decision the next day to donate and she was poised. She wasn't pushy. She wasn't demanding. It was just, she was just there. But I think sometimes people don't realize how hard her job may be. And I sat back and thought about it. I said, she must have the hardest job in the world to come to a family that is grieving and ask them for, well, basically my son's organs to help somebody else. But actually, she just helped me. It wasn't like she did it and was harming me by asking me for something. And that's what most people's perception of donation is thinking that it's just give, 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 but not knowing the meaning of giving, meaning giving and helping somebody else or helping somebody else to live. So she is asking that, but 
it's a different meaning of giving. How did you come to that conclusion that organ donation was something that Jalen could do for others? I mean, how did you process all that overnight, like you said? I knew my son, and he was a very giving person. And I knew that that's what he would want. And once I got the information on how it worked, I just knew that that would be the best choice and what he would have decided to do for himself. Kelly, Jaylene mentioned that when she was asked if she wanted to pursue organ donation for Jaylene, her son, she asked for some time to think about it. What, uh-huh. what did you feel when she asked for that? Well, I felt like when, you know, it was definitely, again, a woman who was trying to make sure the rest of her family was taken care of. And she really wanted to make sure that her other children and her grandchild and that child's mother had been notified, wanted to take some time to make sure that they were all okay in general and really think about the process for donation. And we kind of just let her know that it was okay for her to take as much time as she needed as with any family that needs to really think about donation and how that would work and factor into their family's process and timing. So we allowed her to do that and that was okay. It's kind of unusual, but you guys connected outside of that hospital several months after Jalen's donation. Can you describe how you felt about seeing her again outside of that hospital setting? It was interesting because well, I, I actually met her. She's in the medical care industry and field, and we live very close to one another locally in the same county, actually. And I happened to run into her at one of my own doctor's appointments where she was providing care and support at that physician's office. And I remember seeing her and I remember thinking, wow, this is still a woman of great strength. My doctor sort of bridged the gap because of confidentiality. You really don't know where you want this to go. But my doctor, the doctor she was working for, sort of bridged it and mentioned that, you know, oh, her son was a donor and that kind of one thing led to another. And We've kind of, over the years, really sort of have kept in touch. We have run into each other several times at my doctor's office. And it's just, we've just kind of built a bond and a relationship that I have with many of my other donor families. And I continue to do that and support them in any way I can throughout the process. That support, again, as we talked about, doesn't just end at the donation day or, you know, two days later. So. If we need to provide support, answer questions, you know, she's been a huge champion with donation and the gift of life walk. I've, you know, helped her supply some photos for, you know, our, our site and so forth. So it's been one where we've, we've kept in touch and she's an amazing woman. Jaylene, is there anything you want to add to what Kelly just shared? I actually didn't put two and two together that I had some connection with her before I met her on her job. And when I put that connection together after we met about Jalen, it made it that much more special because I was just like, she was everything that should have happened. Like 
he reached out to some funeral homes for me. He explained the part to where I had an aunt who needed a kidney and that we could see if Jalen matched my aunt. Where I also had a friend who needed a kidney, and unfortunately he didn't match them, but he was able to help other people. But she just had every answer to every question, and she just cared about what she was doing. I think that was the best part about it, is it wasn't that she was just asking because it was her job. I felt like she cared. Kelly, going back to your professional role with Life Bank, what advice would you have for anybody in a traumatic situation that you experience every day? What, what kind of advice would you give? One of the biggest things that I would say is not allowing other people in your family or friend circle to make decisions for you. Donation is one of those things that it is a legacy, can be a legacy for many people. And we feel like everybody should have that opportunity. And I think, especially with Miss Jaylene, she really took that time to think about it and make that independent decision for herself. I feel like some families that I work with rather allow people to sort of pressure them into making the decision for their loved ones not to be a donor. And I think that they should really take the time to, to think about it themselves and allow that decision to happen naturally with their own time frame. Um, even though donation is time sensitive, I just feel like letting people whispering in your ear and telling you not to do donation isn't very helpful. We have a lot of family that ultimately feel guilty because they didn't do that down the road. So it's one of those things where they should really allow the time that they have to make that decision for themselves. Um, I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I could say is not allowing other people to persuade or intrude on your decision-making process. Trauma is difficult and it's hard and you have to really think about that you have to go through during that process. So, and donation is one of them. Right, right. I agree. And I understand why people say no, I, I do. But I'm always a little sad because I know that when they say no to donation, they say no to a lot of resources that LifeBank provides to donor families. I mean, our grief services, our bereavement services department is amazing. And we're, we follow that family for That's years. Yep. And that is, you know, including free counseling. And that is something that normally isn't offered beyond when you walk out of that hospital and you leave your, your loved one behind. You're so right, Colleen. I think that's such a huge, huge benefit to the family. Well, Kelly, thank you so much. Anything you want to add or say about Jaylene? Just what an amazing woman. I know I've said that once or twice, but she really is. Jaylene, I I can't say enough about what you've done to memorialize your son and commemorate him. You are a fantastic woman and allowing your son to be a donor at that time was, was a great gift for you, for your family and the legacy for his child. So thank you very much.
Well, if I could add one more thing for people who really are on the fence when you allow donation to be an opportunity, what it does is it changes the story of your loved one. So no matter how they entered the hospital, whether it be for drugs or trauma of some kind, that's not something that we judge, but we always just say, allow your loved one's son, daughter, husband, whomever to give the gift of life because it can really change and allow the, the legacy to continue for many, many, many years to come. We very truly and very sincerely see all donors as heroes. We really do. And we treat them as such. And that's one thing I'm so proud of working at LifeBank. And I'm sure you are too, Kel. Absolutely. 100% I am. Jaylene, is there anything else you want to share about Kelly or your experience? I have nothing but great experiences working with LifeBank. We did the LifeBank walk for three years now, and we are going to be doing that every year forward. I have now started a nonprofit organization called Jalen's Angels in honor of Jalen, and we are planning to promote donations and get more people knowledge about donations and helping will be a good thing. And I just want people to know that It was humbling and glorifying to be able to help someone even when I couldn't help my child. To know that he may have been on his last day, but somebody else is still living today. It's just amazing, yes. Ladies, I want to thank you both for being so candid and sharing your donation experience. It's very powerful and a moving story, and we appreciate you both. We hope you found today's episode inspiring and informative. Let's Talk About Life can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, and other podcast providers. And of course, always on lifebank.org slash resources. We encourage you to subscribe, and we invite you back next week And come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is depending on it.